Did this happen by chance or by coincidence? Or is it your destiny? I'm pretty sure you were drawn to me through pure energetic vibrations. Welcome to Numbers Speak, the podcast that calculates the numbers and decodes their energies. Hi, my name is Sue Coffin, intuitive numerologist, and I'm excited to introduce my mentee, a student of numerology, and my co-host, Adriana. Get comfy and listen carefully, ask those questions, and focus on the present if we see the movement of numerology and what it can predict for your path. Before we get started, head over to HealingNumbers22.com to get your spot for one-of-a-kind numerology reading before they're all gone. Now, sit back, let's have some fun, and let's raise our vibrations. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. I'm numerologist Sue Coffin, here with my mentee and very good friend, Adriana. And we have been talking, the last two video podcasts we've done are talking about balance and unbalanced numbers. Uh, And what causes a a number to go unbalanced? Uh, It would be too much. You'd have too many numbers of the same in your core energy or your challenge. Or for instance, I have uh, two sixes, one in a life path, one in a heart's desire. Adriana, you have unbalanced you have not within my uh main energy right and that doesn't mean that adriana has come here for a really easy life because that's not (laughs) how it works there's always some place in the chat we're seeing where we're all working on it so in this video podcast we are talking about number seven eight and nine and the seven energy which is Adriana's favorite, right? Is that your favorite? Oh, no, seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, and nine. I like all of them. These okay. are, this is like my favorite group of numbers. Positive aspects of seven. It's very spiritually inclined, also very analytical. So seven kind of questions the world around them, makes things make sense inside mm-hmm. more than outside. Seven is very it's self-oriented I yeah like I'm not even gonna take that back very self-oriented but um higher minded though like what's my purpose what's my what's the reason what's what seven kind of gets at what how and really calls you to kind of get to yourself get yeah (laughs) I feel like I'm just gonna say the same things over and over again (laughs) Oh, that's good. They're perfectionists. They specialize. They want to, when they enjoy something or then they want to learn something, they will usually Mm self-study until they're, have a PhD in it, more or less. This is, I have seven energy. This is where numerology just, just kicked it. Actually, it's my maturity number. And Mm -hmm. it came in right around that time. (laughs) <laughs> not amazing yeah I can't, I can't get enough of it to this day I mean I've been studying it for uh, probably almost 10 years and I still am reading books constantly and and mm-hmm. playing with Adriana and trying to get better at it because I don't think you ever perfect it but that's the fun thing especially I- with when seven is like at the forefront almost 
Right. Because you have the eyes or the mind, the mindset to kind of, you'll know when you've reached like a wall, but you kind of, you just want to dig deeper though. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. Let's shovel some more. They're mystics, right? Mm-hmm. Sages, old sages, very intellectual. Can be very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, questioning everything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're questioning the people that we don't, it's not that we don't trust the people that are telling us. We just a lot of times have to read it and interpret it in our own minds, right? Make sure it's um, how we, so we can understand it. Yeah. I think that's a control thing, huh? I, I, I don't know. I think it's more of just, you got to know that you know for yourself. Yeah, that's true. Like when I um, started to read the Bible by myself, yeah. I actually rejected the Bible for a long time, not because of anything that's in it, but because who can really understand what the heck's going on, especially when someone's teaching it to you without really breaking down right. the context, the culture, the history. So when I got into reading it for myself, it was very enjoyable for me to read it because oh. then it was like, oh, I get it. And I'm, I'm, I actually started a mini podcast <laughs> just trying to break it down how I understood it in my words yeah. through my perspectives, but it made so much more sense to me. And now I'm able to be like, okay, like I'm able to read different texts without criticizing them or being critical of them because I know that I know I don't think it's a control thing I think it's more of just that desire to really understand for yourself that might be fun someday to get some of those those paragraphs in the bible and talk about the numbers that they're talking about and you talk about (laughs) your side of it I'll talk about my side of it because I don't have a good understanding about the bible so I I would really enjoy that yeah Mm. Something down the road. So they're philosophical, right? Well, mm-hmm. always thinking about. Now, the negative qualities. Very aloof. Correct. Um, isolated. And that's, isolation is something that comes natural to seven, but it's not like, it's more of an alone, mm-hmm. lonely kind of isolation. Like, your own kind of prison almost. Um, but they don't mind it. They have to be very careful, right? Um, yeah. Inclusing themselves. Um, that would be overbalanced. Mm. Would it be over or underbalanced to just not care about the world outside of yourself? Because I feel like that comes with seven. Like they're so in their head mm-hmm. yeah. that everything going around just doesn't matter. I, th- I would think overbalance. I think when you're, you're underbalanced, dull, empty-headed, ineffective, I don't like to use this word, but I, ignorant. Mm-hmm. And, and ignorant means people that don't take the time no. to study, right? It doesn't, it's not bad, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't like to, you know, everybody's who they are. They can be very immature, superficial, vague, unqualified, unenlightened. Mm. That's underbalanced, overbalanced. I just want to show people this is look at the words that we can use for underbalanced, overbalanced. I don't know if you have this one, uh, 
This is Goodwin's second volume. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. There's just so many things that we can relate to when we look at an overbalance or underbalance. Overbalance can be very controlling, cynical, jealous. So how we were talking about um, that, like it may be controlling to not trust what people are saying. I'm looking at the chart or you actually gave me this. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at it and it, for the overbalance, it's that seven can be distrustful. And for the underbalance, seven can be naive. Yeah. I think that's right. interesting in that you either trust, you're either too trusting Right. And you just take a person's word. You're not digging in it for yourself or you're you just feel like, you you know, and there's nothing anyone else could tell you. And right. whatever you're saying, I don't agree with. And I have seen that. I have seen people with abundance of seven energy be very naive because mm. they just just go flow through life. They just think everything's going to be they don't think think about it, I guess. Which I find very interesting. You think maybe it's because, and I'm only asking these questions because I know for myself, I've experienced certain things and I've acted out in certain ways based on what I've received from other people. I know sometimes I won't question a thing because people get annoyed that I question things too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, that's the seven. We, yeah. we ask questions, but we don't like to be asked questions. Yeah, except for when paired with six, would seven then like to be asked questions because now they can express I don't. what they know in a teaching. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm a really <laughs> super private person. I mean, drive some of my friends crazy because I don't, I don't mean to, I'm not keeping things from people. I just think conversation is boring when we're talking about superficial things about Sue. I, I just don't have time for that. Mm. You want to get to the, the yeah. Crux. I want to sit and talk with you about numerology and how how we can help other people better understand themselves. I can sit and talk with you for hours. I'm very private. Yeah, it drives people crazy, but <laughs> that's the way I am. All right, so let's go to the number eight. Yes, you know, I just realized it just dawned on me yesterday. My right. home address is eight. <laughs> But then also like considering just, you know, what I've told you about my relationship and the testiness of what we've been experiencing since we've been yeah. here. There you go. That works. Oh. So <laughs> is it a plain eight or is it made up of numbers? Three thirty. Plain eight. Plain eight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. And my birthday, plain eight. Yeah. It, it just dawned on me the other day. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's important. Home addresses are important. I mean, it's the energy that we're all sitting into. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that is interesting. This is, that's a good place to, to start a home business. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's been on my brain a lot. Your since six uh, life path. Your six life path. That's home-based business. Ah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. at home. Okay, so what's the positive aspects of the number eight? Eight is going to achieve. They are going to get it. They're going to go after it and get it. Right, um, right. Very ambitious. Um, yes, very ambitious. Eight draws things to them. 
Eight has a very abundant energy about it. Um, it's already worked through the seven. So it mm -hmm. has the spirituality connected. Mm -hmm. So eight is a manifester. Mm, can be, yeah. Ooh, I never even thought of that until just yeah. now. <laughs> You've worked through that. You've worked through that seven. The thing of that seven was teaching the eight was you must never forget that we're, we're all in this together. If you forget that and you start not paying attention to the people that are helping you climb the ladder, I will knock you down. And usually a lot of times it's, it's finances. Yeah, I can see that. Good with money by rights. It's very business mm -hmm. orientated. It is the executor, the CEO. It, it's, it is climbing the ladder. It wants to, to, uh, to run the businesses. It's, a, it's an awful lot like the number one, right? I feel like eight is, the, is, a, is one and four together. Mm -hmm. It's like four, obviously doubled. Like four is a great, is a hard worker. Eight is like, that's fine. I'm, I'm owning the business now. So that one comes through too of, I am doing this. Right. I want the light on me. I'm going to. One is about self. So it's going to do it by itself. Eight realizes it needs the, it wants the people to help. Mm. Yeah, eight kind of, I, I did see that. Eight kind of lacks, um, even though it is like eight brings in like self gain, um, a person may lack the, the drive to achieve for themselves or by themselves. They have this drive to achieve, but they don't want to do it for themselves, by themselves. It's like that team behind you like they do want to be lifted up right which the first two, two four and eight right and what's two two is all about the group bringing together yeah right. yeah when we first talked our very first meeting you had made a comment about just simply my birthday just being on the eighth and you said something about you need a cheerleader like you need somebody or you want somebody to kind of build you up to yeah be on this journey with you and when you said it I teared up because I say that all the time even when it comes to working out like I want to work out and be physically fit for myself but I would also like if someone was there with me pushing me along the way helping me encouraging me all of those things so yeah like that first meeting you hit it on the money but I didn't even consider it <laughs> yeah <laughs> What's the negative quality? Negatives can be pretty harsh with the number eight. Mm. Can be um, over aggressive, over, over, I don't know what it is. it's like overbearing, but over, it's very controlling. I want you to help me, but you're going to help me how I want you to help me. I'll place you in the space. If you try to get outside of that, I'm going to definitely let you know how I feel. They can manipulate. That's the two. Remember we talked about the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's the interesting thing about numerology. You see how the numbers kind of the energy comp compounds within a right. different number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's another podcast too. Cause I can point something out about that in the calculations. Um, they can be dishonest, unscrupulous. Let's see. Greedy. Yeah. Beaming. Cause eight is really about money finances, right? You want the material world. You can tell when you meet somebody who has a lot of aid energy, they look like a businesswoman. They could be at the football game 
and they look like they they just come off the, the out of a meeting, a CEO meeting, you know, the nice jewelry, they drive a nice car, they will they play the part of a bear of a business uh, CEO, which mm. is good. I mean, that's how you get things, right? You have yeah. to, you have to uh, to manifest something. You've got to play the part. You've got to be there, but they have to be very careful. They can't take that too far, or it will the universe will knock it down, knock mm. down. So with eight and finances, because I'm seeing like, or I'm getting two different things. It's the same thing, but two different things. So you can either, you yourself can either be too, too, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm always getting money. So you're just going to, you're spending too much money or it's like, Mm -hmm. you're not being considered enough of like, what's actually helping you, building you up that now your tower has come knocking down and now you're lacking in money is that true of eight like you're either spending too much of it like you could be spending too much of it or you could also not be considered enough to where you're you just lose it like or you could be hoarding it mm. and telling people i mean that's the universe wouldn't like that either you have to yeah. take care of your people you have to yeah it's a real financial tug tug of war but the thing also about the eight is it's a survivor number, right? Mm-hmm. So when you write a, what goes around comes around, what goes around, mm-hmm. you really want to, you reap what you sow when eight is around. So you want to have, be in your best behavior all the time. Kind of like, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like it's that spirit of abundance. Yeah. You can't, if you, you have to be considerate, like what goes around comes around. So if I pour out, I receive. If I hoard, I that, that's coming from a lack kind of mindset so you give somebody a ten dollar bill you turn around you made 50 somewhere yeah and the universe said thank you for helping that person out you didn't but if if you're presented with that opportunity to give like you have ten dollars you can give someone ten dollars you don't give someone ten dollars you turn around you lose a hundred right you know it's little things like that it doesn't even have to be ten dollars it doesn't have to be money yeah. Right? It could just be some service that you do for somebody or you're just smiling at somebody, lifting somebody up for the day. Uh, you know, you can get really arrogant when you start climbing the ladder and you start. So there's tests that go along with that. Uh, and you just have to be very aware of, of what's going on. A testy. Yeah. So you're always tested when eight is around. Yes. It's a, it's a, a strong number, very strong mm-hmm. number. Uh, and it's probably the number that will achieve the greatest. You want eight around. You want that. Uh, I don't have any eight in my name. No, no. neither do I, actually. I don't have it in my name. I don't have it in my core. I don't have any eight. I can hmm. care less about money. It drives my husband crazy. It's <laughs> terrible. It drives him crazy. I mean, if I'm paying the bills and, and I've got some macaroni and I'm warm, Oh, is that Becky? Yes. Becky. It's like someone talked to me. <laughs> Your hours. Oh, we've been almost an hour and a half. Yeah, she's ready. I don't. Is that a bad thing? I, I don't think it's a bad thing. But you know, it's a good thing. I guess my husband likes money and he pays attention. <laughs> so, are you like you could care less about money in that the attainment of money isn't on your mind, or is it that like? once you have money, you could care less. Like I'm going to spend it 
how I no, spend it. No, I don't, I don't think I'm a big spender. I, and I don't, um, you know, I work because I love it. And yeah. all I have, it's not because of the, I mean, the, paycheck, the money. you have to have money. I have to have money to live. We all do. I, I'm not, you know, ignorant of that part of it. Focused on it though. Yeah. But I don't, um, you know, if I, if I, at the end of the week, I have $20 in my pocketbook that I just have $20 in my pocketbook. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't fret about that. Hmm. All right. Number nine. The last study. The number that carries all the other numbers. Mm -hmm. We add one plus two plus three plus four up to the number eight. We get 36. Three plus six is nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's nine for you? Nine for me. Obviously. Nine. I love this number. <laughs> um, why? Why? You have it in your heart's desire, right? Yeah. Nine's my heart's desire. Uh, both with my, yeah, with my biological name or my name at birth which I want to talk to you about my name. I have something, but, um, okay. also with my, once my name was changed, different letters, still nine hearts desire. Yeah. So nine you is within to this world, right. To be um, a humanitarian, yes. to care for others and to give the, this is where I feel like eight, that abundance that comes with eight really like peaks it shines through with nine like you've gone through this whole thing this whole progression now you're with at nine how do you pour out what you've received how do you give back to the universe it's not even like give back to your neighbor it's the universe it's how do you just show your appreciation for this life and for some people that may be volunteering at a kitchen it may be babysitting all 23 of your nieces <laughs> <laughs> you know it's wherever you can help and give and be your best for others right really is really what nine speaks to right right it's a it's a philanthropist right mm -hmm. very compassionate spiritual number nine it's the last number a lot of times we read charts there's a question mark in our minds if this is their last uh, reincarnation because of mm -hmm. all the nine we're seeing but um, you know who's to say? I can't. Oh, this I can't say. That's between the soul and the higher power. But there's always a question mark. I always I'll tell a story. Just remind me nine 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 when um, hmm. get done. Um, okay, honorable, trustworthy. They're artistic. They think about the world. They're very generous. Never ever prejudiced. Not a prejudiced yeah. bone in their body. Mm -hmm. I. I when I was a kid, you know, you learn different things. It's like when I was a kid, I feel like I definitely had like discriminatory or more. Mm -hmm. I had like more preju prejudicial. I'm trying to be right in the words that I'm saying. <laughs> but I had like more um, a mindset that was more like, oh, this isn't right. That's not right. You're not living right. Yeah. This is. And the, the older I got, and even when I was a kid, it was. But the older I got, the more this aspect of you live your life how you want to live it. Like that's none of my business. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. Like right. safe and have food and you're warm. You have all the survival things, then, then you do what you want. But right. if, if they don't have the survival stuff, you're the one that 
that you know, it's going to help them get that. Um, a lot of times too, which is interesting, uh, you see the underdog better than most mm-hmm. walking down the street. You you're you're seeing the people that probably could use help mm-hmm. more than others. I think yeah, like for me, I've seen I'm able to pick out the person that needs a friend. Mm-hmm. Even though all the time I feel like I'm that person that needs a friend. <laughs> But I'm able to look at a crowd or a group of people and I'm able to see that person who is the lonelier. Like even if they're in a group, I'm able to see the lonelier person in the group, the person who feels more unsupported. Are you attracted to go over and talk to them? If 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 I catch them by themselves, I won't do it in a group. If I catch, like if I'm going to the bathroom and then that person is coming out of the bathroom, I'll like make a point to say, oh my gosh, your shoes are so nice. Like, oh my gosh, girl, what's going on? I saw you over there. Your hair looks nice. I just wanted to let you know, like <laughs> right. I'll, I'll find a point to do that. But if I, if they're in the group and they stay within the group, I won't go up to them. <laughs> now nine is a, an emotional number, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a different emotion than three and six. It doesn't show its emotions. Yeah. We talked about but- this. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a big hugger, kisser, kind of let me wrap you up. Sometimes, I mean, if, if that person needs it, they're very qualified to be that hugger. And, but by rights, they, they pull back. They're, they, they use their emotions in a different way. I think it's more of like, what exactly does this person need? Yeah, I bet that's right. Yes. So like how you were saying, if it is that person needs someone who to like hug them and be super ex- outwardly expressive in their emotions, nine does have that ability to do so. Right. But I think being one of those higher numbers, seven, eight, nine, pushing you into that next level, um, I think nine steps back before they help. Right. And they kind of consider what it is that the group needs, that person needs, a situation needs. And then they step in in that way. Yeah, I agree with that. Because um, remember, that number is carrying all those other numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and emotions sometimes can cloud the, the good judgment. Mm-hmm. Negative <laughs> qualities. Controlling. Yeah. That's a very be. common theme. Through- <laughs> it can be, yes, yes. But controlling. I know what you need. Let me give to you what you need. Even if you don't want it, I'm going to give it to you. And you've always said, um, like Attila the Hunt, like almost like a dictator. Yes. Um, I, I know what's best so well that even if you guys reject it, I'm, we're still doing this. (laughs) They can be, they can be a son of a gun to live with or to, to be around. Uh, They can be very melodramatic, right? Mm. They can be victims. You hear that a lot of, oh, poor me, this happened to me, I shouldn't have done that because this happened to me. So they have to be very careful that they're not always playing the victim. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah. Nine, they're teachers though, right? Unconditional love, forgiveness, and letting go. That's what we're all here learning, trying to do, right? And, mm-hmm. not, and the nine, I think, is the energy that is helping us people learn that. If you're the ones that are, that are giving us the drama 
or giving us the those conditions that are teaching us to say, okay, I'm going to love this person unconditionally. I'm going to forgive them. And I'm just going to let it go because it's not mine. Mm. We need those teachers in our lives. And I yeah. think that um, the nine, it plays a very big part in that. And it's not a bad thing. It's what they've come to do to help us. I think like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, definitely. And I think nine can show it in different ways, just in whether it is being like, woe is me, oh my gosh, this happened to me, I, I went through so much, and all of that. I think that can also teach people, like, it's not something that you would want. I don't think that's something that people aspire to be, like, <laughs> but yeah. even if, okay, I know I find myself being that. But at the same time, I know that that serves as an example to some people like, oh, listen to her going on and on about what she's been through. And I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to go ahead and like, I think even just that drama and that's a lesson to people. But I think nine or a person with nine um, really has to learn how to get past that, to really be able to fully express the lessons that come through with our experiences like with my podcast I have half of the heart to just stop it only because these first seven episodes really have been me just oh my gosh I went through this and people weren't there for me and this is how they made me feel it's all it's a lot of that and when I listen back to it I'm like oh I said some good things but at the same time it's a lot of woe is me like uh-huh. And it disgusts me almost. So it even teaches me like, oh, you've got to pivot oh, yeah. past this. It's all teaching stuff. It's all, te- it's just having the knowledge about it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, like you said, with three being, it can be like self-critical. I think nine, that aspect is, exists within nine too. So there is that a, a lot of like, oh, well, this happened and I didn't like that. and But then there is that aspect that teaching aspect that comes through as well. You're not just an example to other people. You're an example for yourself as well. And right. how would you like to express yeah. how you moved, how you conquered these experiences and feelings? Some people just like to stay in the drama. Yeah. They just like it. They, they have not been able to figure out how to be happy without that drama around. That's what keeps them going you know what I think it is what is that because I don't understand it I think it's the ability to contribute to Mm -hmm. a conversation uh, a feeling like that relatability almost so I think a lot of people find themselves uninteresting (laughs) like if they really got to the core of it I think a lot of people find themselves uninteresting and what is interesting to other people and what does draw people to like be emotional to you and like caring and that attention mm-hmm. is drama. Like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about this crazy stuff that happened last weekend. Or, oh my gosh, let me tell you about how sad I am right now. Yeah. It, it draws that attention without, it, it keeps you in a conversation. It keeps, it, it allows you to feel like you have, people supporting you or people that care but I there is this aspect of personally I believe people who exist within drama and like never find a way to get outside of it 
there is this unsatisfied feeling at the end of every day. Like no matter how many people listen to you talk about being whatever situation it is, how, how dramatic, how sad and melancholy it is, regardless, no matter how many people you get to listen to you at the end of the day, it's still like, okay. Like, I feel like you still got to come to this point of, well, what is it though? Why, why does this keep happening? Very low energy. Uh-huh. I think it's somebody who hasn't worked on themselves and they can't seem to rise above the mob and be happy within themselves. I think it's an inside job that hasn't uh-huh. quite manifested in a good way. Yeah. But that's that self-teaching aspect. Like just as much as nine is here to teach others, you have right. to be able to teach yourself. Very much so. Uh, <laughs> well, my dear, we have gone through all our unbalanced and balanced numbers. We've done three video podcasts. So uh, everybody can go and listen to them. And if you have any questions, we love questions that keeps us um that tells us if you're enjoying it, what you'd like to hear, etc. So just email me or text me. And if you'd like to have a reading, you can go to healingnumbers22.com. And mm-hmm. Adriana, your podcast is? My podcast is Ninth the Podcast. You can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, just search NNTH and there you will find me. And I just talk about numerology and life and all of that. And yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you very much, Adriana. And next, the next podcast, I'm not 100% sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's either going to be, we're going to be talking about personal year energy or we're going to talk about the queen. Huh. Yeah. Oh, and Tom Brady. Maybe. Oh my gosh. We got to give an update on TV. You haven't listened to our podcast about Tom Brady. <laughs> Please go check it out. Thank you. Bye. I hope you had as much fun as Adriana and I did. We are honored that you joined us to hear all about what these everyday digits say about our everyday lives. If this has piqued your curiosity and you are interested in getting your own numbers read, go to HealingNumbers22.com. This will put you right into my calendars to schedule a time that's convenient for you. Let's put your numerology puzzle pieces together for your first aha moment. Don't forget, mark your calendars and join us for our next episode of Numbers Speak. And remember, just because your eyes can't see it, doesn't mean your soul can't feel it. Thank you and have the best day ever.